0: Hey, what's up? This is your host, Jeanette Hendricks. This is the Chronicles of an Introverted Black Woman podcast. It is a biweekly conversation with your host, Jeanette Hendricks, a reading specialist in Brooklyn, New York. I'm talking all about introversion, reading development, personal development, mental health, and motherhood. My ultimate goal is to empower individuals to overcome their limiting beliefs face their fears, build their confidence, and think outside the box by tapping into their creativity. So tap into my podcast, The Chronicles of an Introverted Black Woman. Hello, beautiful people. Long time no speak. Happy September. My favorite time of the year for two reasons. Reason number one is because it's my birthday month. Here's to 32. Yes, shout out to all my fellow Virgos. And reason number two is because it's the start of autumn. My favorite season. I love hoodie weather, apple cider donuts, and apple picking time, especially living in New York, it's definitely my favorite thing to do. So this new season that I am walking into is all about redefining who I am, you know, and stepping into my power. Feeling comfortable in my own skin, I am forever grateful for all the obstacles that have been on my path these past few weeks. I could have let those obstacles stop me, consume me, or better yet, stop me from creating a life without limits. But instead, I decided to change my perspective so that I can continue to change my life for the better. So in this new season, I'm walking into, I am choosing to let go of the past, forgiving myself for the mistakes I've made, but also learning the lessons from those mistakes. I know what I want out of life. And once you let go of those things that no longer bring you peace, joy, ease, or love, you too will start creating a life that is truly yours. Learning to listen to your inner voice and trusting your intuition, will help you figure out what is and isn't serving you. My peace and happiness are an everyday investment. It's not selfish to love and put yourself first. When we are able to put ourselves first, this ensures that we are able to not only care for ourselves but care for others. This care, love, joy, and peace come from a place of inner abundance a feeling of already being taken care of from within, from you, not from the outside world, not from your friends, but from you. So remember, friend, fill your cup first. You deserve to show yourself more kindness and self-compassion. Now, I am a very reflective person. That might be the teacher in me, but I like to do check-ins with myself because we are forever evolving. We are forever evolving to become the best version of ourselves. So here are some examples, or so here's some questions to help you check in and ask yourself, you know, like to check in and really figure out what you want out of life and what is kind of blocking you from getting there, right? So these are some questions that I like to ask myself. You do not have to do and answer these questions like right now. But what I do is I like to have like a little journal prompt before I go to bed. And it helps me clear my mind and really focus on myself. So these are some questions. So number one, you have, who am I really? Like we had talked about this in a past episode, like, who are you really? So who am I really without, you know, people pleasing, not doing any of that stuff for other people? who are you really? Um, Number two, what worries me most about the future? The food anxiety, depression, you know, this constant worry of like, oh, is this going to work out? Or is things going to look different? Right? So if you are like me, and you have anxious thoughts, one question that's good to ask yourself is what worries me about the future? And once you write those things down, it's it's more visual, it's more out there. And, you know, humble it up and then throw those worries away. Number three, if this were the last day of my life, would I have the same plans for today, right? Because sometimes we be doing stuff that we don't even need to do right now, like put priority on the things that really truly serve you and serve the life that you want to live. Number four, what am I really scared of? What are your fears? Write them down and look at them and say, okay, those are my fears. How am I gonna make sure that I am getting closer to the life that I wanna live each and every day, right? By doing opposite of facing those fears, right? That's the goal. Number five, am I holding on to something I need to let go of? We need to learn, right, we're human. going to go through the emotions of things but there comes a time when you have to say okay holding on to this thing is it going to benefit me in the long run if not chances are you need to let it go right am I holding on to something that I need to let go of ask yourself those questions check in with yourself number six if not now then when right if you have a goal or you have some plans that you want to do for yourself. If you're not going to do it now, then write down when you're going to do it. When are you going to get started? We talked about it in last episode about procrastination, right? So if you're not going to do it now, then when are you going to start? And number seven, what matters most in my life? Because everything else that doesn't matter, that's to the side. So those are some things that I ask myself when I need to check in with myself. Sometimes you might need to check in with yourself every day. Sometimes you might not need to. I personally like to do check-ins every day because it becomes a habit, right? If you do a small, little, little steps of that, it becomes a daily habit. um, And you just need to put it a part of your every morning, you know, or every time you go um, go to bed. Those things are essential. So doing the self-reflection work is far from easy, but your future self will definitely thank you. Um, self-acceptance is really the key to creating a life that is truly yours. You have to accept your circumstances, whatever they may be, and you know give yourself the space to feel those feelings, whatever they may be, when answering these questions. And you don't have to answer all these questions at once, like I said before, you can focus on one each night before you go to bed. And this really has helped me to clear my head before, you know, going to sleep and starting a new day. Definitely helps, you know, to just take a step back and do some self-reflection. So, once I started to do all this self-reflection, you know, once I started pouring energy into myself first instead of seeking validation from others, I was able to figure out what is and what's not for me um focusing my energy on creating my art, writing, doing yoga, meditating, spending time with family, those are what bring me true peace. And nobody can take those things away from me. Choosing to let go of people pleasing and being okay with saying no when it doesn't serve my higher purpose will continue to be the path that I choose. So I focus on the things I can control and choose to let go of the things I can. We only get one life to live, right? So why spend time stuck in a negative mindset about things you have no control over? At the end of the day, we are living and creating our lives each and every day we wake up. And we have to decide on which kind of day we're gonna have. So if you have to choose, if you're gonna have a good day or if you're gonna have a bad day, why not choose a life surrounded by peace joy, ease, and love. That's what keeps me grounded. That's what keeps me present. And remember, you must always choose yourself first. You come first. Love yourself enough so that when love does come your way, or when you are trying to learn how to set boundaries, you know, you are able to do it without second guessing yourself because you know who you are. You can't truly love or be happy if you're not loving yourself first. So taking some time away from the podcast, you know, I've been doing that to try to kind of figure out, like, who is Jeanette? Like, who is Jeanette really? And to be honest, I'm still on the journey of figuring out who she is, you know, Jeanette. But I'm damn sure loving who I'm becoming. So who is Jeanette? Each and every day, I am learning something new about myself. And that's the joy of life. It's still me season and I'm walking into you know, year 32 of my life, stepping into my power. I know who I am and where I wanna be and making sure to give myself grace and self-compassion through it all. We really are our own worst critic. And I myself is learning to speak positive words and take moments of stillness to just be present and above all I am always showing gratitude for what I do have sometimes you know we get so caught up in what's next what's next you know I'm speaking for myself when I say this I feel like it's that you know that hustle mentality but I'm slowly moving away from that hustle thinking, and finding that wor- finding what works best for me. And to be honest, I must say, like, I must say it again, I really love who I'm becoming. You know, the highs and the lows both come with lessons, growth and experience. I know it's been some time since the last volume where I was talking about procrastination and how so many of us, you know, see procrastination as the problem, when really, Procrastination is the symptom of the problem. The problem is anxiety, that's what we talked about. You know, For years, I allowed my anxieties around whatever stopped me from focusing on my goals to help me continue to create a life without limits. But once I was able to accept this hard truth, I no longer let my anxiety and depression define who I am. Instead, I use it to empower myself. I define who I am. I can be an amazing mother to my son and a successful business owner. I can have the life that I want without overworking myself. I can and will always give myself grace when needed. I no longer let my anxiety and depression control my life or use it as an excuse to stay stuck. I use it to fuel me And I hope that I can empower mothers and individuals like myself to do the same. It all starts with your mindset. Remember what I said, you change your perspective, you can really change your life. I remember the day when I told myself enough was enough. I knew I had to change my environment. I knew I had to change my environment if I wanted to create a life that was my own. I had no idea how I was gonna do I didn't know how I was gonna do it, right? But I started to change my perspective. When I was living in my parents' basement, I was in year two, you know? And I had a mental breakdown and I let, you know, my doubts, worries, and fears consume me. I became a single mother after being in a relationship, you know, with my son's father for over six years, then moving back home and I'm 30 years old, right? These things started to consume me, those doubts and worries and all those judgments of what people might say, what people might think about me. Instead of just feeling empowered that I was able to overcome all those things and still be who I am today. I've learned to manage my anxiety and depression and I'm giving myself grace. I refuse to let the limitations that others try to put on me to stop me from creating the life that I want. And to be honest, the person who would put the most limitations, doubts, and fears on my path would be me. Like, if I'm being honest, it would be me putting those limitations on myself. You can have people cheering you on and telling you all the things that you want to hear, but if yourself, you yourself, aren't cheering and telling yourself all the things that you need to hear, it won't be long before you are back to where you started. But I am still continuing to create the life. And you know, it's been a long time coming. You know, being in Brooklyn a whole year later when I was able to finally let go of negative talk, start building a consistent routine, taking time away from the podcast to do some much much needed self-reflection. Remembering it's okay to take breaks, I wanted to take a break to stop and reflect on all the progress that I have made over this year. Moving to Brooklyn a year ago was one of the most scariest things I did. Moving out on my own for the first time as a single mother in Brooklyn, yeah, okay, right? But I did that. I look back a year later and I say, I did that because I let go of my fears, I let go of my doubts, I let go of insecurities, I let go of the judgment. And I put myself first, and I'm gonna continue to put myself first because I'm redefining who I am. I'm letting go of the narrative that people may try to put on me, and I'm creating a narrative for myself. So once you are able to change your perspective, you truly will change your life. So when you think back to where you were five years ago, and you look at where you are now, I know there's something that you could be grateful for. Two, looking at where I was a year ago to where I am now. I'm a Brooklyn girl, a year later. that Island birthed me and raised me. but Brooklyn definitely has my heart right now. And spreading love is really the Brooklyn Way. A year can change a lot. You know, I started going to the gym. I'm taking walks. Having my own space has really helped me mentally, physically, emotionally. Just having windows, right? Going from a basement where I had these small little windows to having all these windows. It's just the little things that are so important. For me, Brooklyn has always been a place I wanted to live. I remember from when I was 18, when I started going to college and my friends were like, yo, where I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Flatbush. Ah. And I'm like, yep okay, I'm gonna get there one day and I would tell myself that. I would come to Brooklyn all the time and the fact that I live here is still surreal. It went from being a dream to now this is my reality. I let go of my negative thoughts. I stopped telling myself it's too expensive. How can I afford it? You're a single mother. I realized the only person stopping me from creating this life and being in Brooklyn was me. I started being honest with myself. If I want to move to Brooklyn, I have to make more money. Once I got a job in Brooklyn, the next step was to find an apartment. And I did that. I didn't know how, but I did that. And fast forward a year later, I love Brooklyn. Moving to Brooklyn definitely helped me really tap into my creativity, but also helped me find myself. Really helped me find who I am and who I want to be. And I look forward to seeing what's next. So, I have a few updates. My Patreon page will be coming out soon, where you're going to get to learn about the untold story. So, stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this week's volume. Stay tuned for more.